Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And of course, I am here joining you from the scenic valley of Las Vegas, Nevada. When I look out my window right now, I can see the Vegas Strip. And as I speak, just a few miles away, there at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, they are having the big AVN three-day extravaganza. Now, this is basically like the Academy Awards in the porno industry. So, every type of X-rated personality and professional you can imagine from all over the world is right there a few miles down the road in the view of my window there. And... It is difficult, really, for any of us to imagine the plethora, the myriad, the tangled, sweaty cornucopia of things happening right there as I speak. Um, I know what you're thinking. Well, Josh, are you going to go over and check it out? All you'd have to do is walk in the door. You you don't even have to participate. They're all there in this casino. You just walk in the door and hang out over the next day or two. There's uh, the things that would happen. Well, I know I would have some really interesting stories for you. Um, Because I I did go to their webpage. Out of curiosity, I went to their webpage to see how they set this thing up. And it uh, looks like they're going to have a, a great list of personalities there. Uh, just scrolling down this huge long list, which you ought to do, by the way, which has all these pictures of all these. These are all porn stars. There's uh, Stevie Licks is going to be there. I don't think she's associated with Fleetwood Mac, by the way. And then there is, oh, looks like a hell of a nice guy, uh, Indiana Bones. I mean, it would be interesting, wouldn't it, to go in there and and maybe meet some of these people and hear some of the most twisted stories in the world that I could put into an X-rated podcast that I would make you pay for. You know, you'd have to pay like five bucks for that one. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go over there and do this, and I'll tell you why. Throughout my life, as you know, I have spent the night in some of the most scary outrageous places haunted houses castles caves dungeons all over the world and every single time I have always had faith that God would protect me and help me make it through the night so that when the sun arose the next day, I could emerge as a healthy man. And I always have. But I just have a feeling that if I were to Uber myself down the road and walk into those big glass sliding doors, for the first time ever, God would look down and say, All right. You're on your own this time, asshole. And from there, 
they should probably have the big glowing display billboard outside of the Hard Rock Hotel Casino just say, Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. At least while this is going on. Because uh, I don't know, you know, I just have a feeling that the, when I did emerge from that, uh, whether voluntarily or involuntarily, I think I would be uh, a, a much more twisted soul. I don't think I'd be the same guy. Something would, just something, it's, let me put it this way, it's a risky situation for anybody to be in. So, I will not be doing that. However, I will tell you that despite the fact, you know, you could just waltz in there and, and just walk into the middle of God knows what, uh, you might find it of interest that if you go to their website, they say you can get a pass to be officially a part of all this for just $90. But then you can get the all-access pass for $1,500, and that gives you all the VIP parties and stuff like that. And my goodness, I just, again... I that that's I can't even imagine. I really honestly I can't. So and, and I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I've always found humorous about this sort of thing is that when I was a teenager, uh you know I worked for a couple of years in a bookstore and then I worked for a couple of years in a video store, which makes sense if you kind of look at the things I've done in my life because it gives you real world sort of experience with how those products are, are sold. Uh, now, the video store that I worked in was just a typical uh, family-friendly rural country video store, and yet it was very popular. And so at that time, they would constantly uh, receive these catalogs and directories convincing you of different movies you needed to buy, or uh, or some of them were just mere references and so whenever we had some slow time then myself and some of the other employees uh we would we'd pull out the uh the directory and we'd switch to the x-rated movie section because i mean some of these directories are big thick things and they'd have every category you can imagine and you know it's like here's disney movies and you know here's uh uh, comedies and you know, here's the X-rated section, and we would just go through and just do nothing but read the names uh, of the of the pornographic movies, and we would just laugh because they were so creative and satirical and stupid. You know, I remember, for example, one that we uh, we thought was great was uh, Saving Ryan's Privates. Um, one that I'll never forget, though, simple enough. Uh, was called Pornocchio. And I guess I'll never forget that because it reminds me of the, the old joke, you know, about Miss Piggy and Pinocchio are in the toy box and Miss Piggy saying, lie to me, baby, lie to me. But listen, this podcast is not about X-rated material. That's This is not what I brought you here on this podcast to hear because I'm, I'm just telling you it's odd to be living in in a place like this, which actually has an enormous civility about it, but to know that, yeah, right down the road you could you could waltz through uh, the doors of that casino, and even if you weren't a part of that event, who knows the people you'd run into and the weird stuff that would occur, and that's one of the things that I do love about this town, is that uh, 
you, you don't get into that type of situation anywhere else in the world. That's why they, that's why they're here. That's why they're doing that here. But there's a lot of stuff going on here in Las Vegas. You have that, all that entertainment. You have all that freedom, if that's what you're into. Uh, but then you have all this creativity around here, which of course goes into the the building of what makes this place sensational. The lights, the the props, the shows, and behind all that are are great craftspeople who who put a lot of time and effort into you know building a, and and mechanically taking what amount to fantasies and illusions and all that and figuring out a way to pull them off so that they look real. I mean, I I told you I guess last year or the year before now that we're in 2019. I went to see David Copperfield's show, and one of the big things he does toward the end is he makes a huge flying saucer appear over your head and and fly all around above the audience, and it's friggin' amazing. One second, it's not there, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's there. And uh, so maybe experiencing stuff like that is the closest that you'll ever actually get to having an experience like that. And so I'm happy to be here in this place where you have a lot of people who are experimenting and working on projects, but also who help each other out, you know. Uh, and, and so that's why I have some of the top people here in Vegas working with me right now on some of these time travel experiments. And, uh, and, and you know, we're making some, some progress, but... Uh, I, I still can't say one way or the other if, if we're going to actually be able to achieve this, but we are making progress. But nonetheless, here I am. I am um, I'm building my own laboratory here, and I am doing work in the meantime in my temporary laboratory with a lot of things, including Parasymatics 2.0. And so I am ready to release to you the audio of Parasymatics 2.0 Stonehenge. Now, on a previous podcast, the very first sound that I released was the sound I got from scanning the Great Pyramids at the Giza Plateau in Egypt. And I told you at that time that I would be releasing Stonehenge next. And what I find especially interesting about Stonehenge is that um, I guess it goes both ways, but Stonehenge it sounds a lot like the Great Pyramids and you'll hear as time goes on me play all kinds of different things for you because I I already have a big catalog of things I'm going to be playing for you but uh, and and as you know I'm going to be releasing them publicly little by little but I figured I would release these two first off because they're both famous sites, and I was, again, surprised at how much they sound alike. But also, um, you have to keep in mind that even though they may sound very similar, they are actually quite different. And, and, and I can say this about all of these tones. You know, as I'd mentioned before, to some extent, the tones are all going to sound the same because it's all information being processed in the same system so it's like everything that goes 
through the internet is going to sound like shh, you know, but there are a lot of nuances and variations in there that you just can't hear. So I'm going to play for you the tone that Stonehenge makes. And this is about 30 seconds. I think it's 32 seconds. And so um, you will be able to hear this. And then if you would like to see the sigil that this tone produces, well, I have also now posted this. So you are about to be the first human in history to hear the tone produced by the, the, the image of Stonehenge. And then if you would like to see the sigil, which is something you can tap into, experiment with, well, you can see it the same way that you saw the sigil from the pyramids. Uh, it's on the same page, which is my big old sigil page. All you do is go to joshuapwarren.com, scroll down till you see some sigils on the home page, and then click that yellow link that will take you to the updated page. And you gotta then, you know, you can scroll through all of them, and you'll see that I keep adding the new ones to the bottom. I'm not adding them to the top. I'm adding them to the bottom. So here is the tone created using Parasymatics 2.0 of Stonehenge. So again, you can see what I mean about the similarity between the Great Pyramids and Stonehenge. What does that mean? Uh, does that mean anything? Uh, I, you'd think that it might mean something. So look, all this is experimental. I'm not making any proclamations here. I'm not telling you that I have any answer, believe this or believe that. What I am telling you is that I'm doing this. It's all free for you to go and access and experiment with. And that's why I'm doing it, you know, and giving it out for free because I just want you to go and experiment with it. So uh, once again, go to joshuapwarren.com, scroll down the homepage till you get to the section with the sigils and you'll see a, a yellow link there and if you click that it'll take you to all the updates with my sigil work and you can you'll find this tone there and um, you can you can listen to that tone you can download that tone and you'll also see the original picture that I used you'll see a picture of the pattern it created and you'll see the sigil and uh, take that sigil and play with it and let me know what happens please I love getting updates from uh, from listeners on th as a matter of fact, I got a uh, an update. Let's see if I can find this real quick. Do you remember how I was telling you that there was a fella in Texas who sent me this report about seeing some kind of a big, strange O U F O uh, over his house that reminded him of something like a DNA double helix. Uh, well, he wrote me a follow-up, and he says, uh, Greetings again, sir, on January the 17th of 2018. 
Clyde Lewis's podcast. And by the way, if you don't know this, uh, I've been a guest a number of times on a show called Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. And so that's what he's talking about here. He said, uh, Clyde Lewis podcast uh, was called Getting Shafed with Peter Davenport. And he says, at the 10, actually, I'm sorry, at the one hour, six minute, 40 second mark. Okay, the one hour, six minute, 40 second mark. A caller discusses his sighting of a double helix DNA shaped purple UFO that deconstructed and reconstructed itself. Although my sighting was a little different, it suggests to me once again that fact may very well be stranger than fiction. <laughs> and uh, that's from Craig in Texas. So how about that? You know, he, he came uh, to, well, he came out with all of these, you know, uh, reports. He sent reports to different people and contacted me. And uh, now, turns out, we're seeing more and more that his experience is not so isolated. He is not alone, shall we say. So thank you for that update, Craig. I really appreciate it. And if any of you have similar updates or similar experiences, feel free to contact me and let me know. Um, Here's some good news for you. You know... I have been working on this project to, uh, well, trying to develop this project to get rid of the mosquito problem. I believe they say mosquitoes are the number one killer of humans in the world, and a lot of people are trying to figure out how to stop them, and I have some ideas. And one of the things you know I love about this podcast is that I'm able to reach people all over the world, and, uh, and, and they, they're all kinds of different people. And so one of the people who listens to this podcast is Sav. You've heard me talk about him. He's an innovation director with a huge company that deals with pests like mosquitoes. And uh, I actually received a contract just today from him and his company. And uh, it's a collaboration contract for us to work together and try to see if some of my ideas are going to pan out. So it's a pretty thick contract, so it's going to take me a little while to sit down and, and read it. <laughs> I'm a pretty busy guy, so uh, I'll have to sit down, I'll read through this thing, and then, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get something going here. But that's the point. That shows you that he is serious, his company is serious, I am serious. And we are going to do our best. If we fail, okay, we fail. But who cares? I'm not afraid of that. I'm interested in the possibility that we will succeed. And so that's what we're going to try our best to do. And that's why I'm going to be keeping you updated on, you know, best I can on how this proceeds. But how cool is that? You know, like, again, a lot of people might think that the the kind of stuff that that you and I are into only applies to some woo-woo metaphysical paranormal stuff. But no, actually, what we're really doing is is looking uh, at at cutting-edge research with an open mind and then figuring out, well, what is it about, you know, what we learn that could possibly be applied 
to something that's more practical and tangible and all that. And uh, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to you know, proceeding and working on this project. And so I may as well toss another thing out there. Just, just you know, I'll just put this out there. You know, I, um, I've written a bunch of books. I've published them with some of the biggest people, the biggest people in the world, like Simon & Schuster. And you know that I play music sometimes, mainly for joy. But over the years, I have composed music for some independent films and some TV stuff. And you know, and so um, I have got a demo for a fun little country song that I wrote. Now, I know you might think, well, why country? Well, why not? You know, it's, it's to, to me... Uh, I'm, you know, I'm from the South. I'm from North Carolina, and uh, I enjoy playing the guitar and the harmonica and the piano and all that. And it's actually quite fun to sit down and, and if you can do it, and write a little country song. I, I have fun with that. So I don't know exactly what to do with it, and so I, I did record a demo of it, so it sounds really good. And I have some friends already in the country music business but if you also have some connection to the country music business whether it's like maybe publishing country songs or uh, if you're a recording artist yourself or whatever you know if, if you have an idea of what could be done with an original country song I promise you it's good it's way better than you're probably going to be expecting because I know what I'm doing and uh, I'm just going to look at sort of all my options, though, before I figure out how to proceed. So please contact me. You might say, well, that's weird. It's no weirder than me saying I want to talk to somebody who can work with me on getting rid of mosquitoes. How bizarro is that to throw out there and, and get, like, the top guy in the world now working with you? So I may as well toss this one out as well. Um, I have a lot of interest. I have a lot of, you know, fun stuff going on. And so... There you have it. Feel free to email me if you have an interest in developing new songs. Like I say, I think you could probably take the recording and just put that straight on the radio as it is and everybody be fine with it. By the way, I did not sing my own song. I can sing, but not that well. I had I got a guy. I hired a guy who's a really good singer to do the song. So just contact me and let me know if that's of interest to you. But I love hearing from everybody, and uh, you know I love the fact that those of you who listen to this program, you pay attention to what I'm saying when I tell you that I read every email, but I can't always respond to every email, and because uh, that'd be physically impossible. But I I do get emails from people sometimes who say I I understand you might not be able to respond to this, so that's okay. But you know here's what I want to write, and I love that because it shows a lot of understanding and courtesy toward me that you, you're you not going to get offended or whatever if, if I can't get back to you. But I do I do take it very seriously, and I do read them. And I have just been uh, just really amazed and overwhelmed by all the kind emails that I've received regarding my last podcast where I was talking about chaos magic and use the force and finding your magic. By the way, I've actually sold a ton of finding your magic ebooks since the last podcast. And all everybody who has 
bought one of those, let me tell you, you're a smart person, you're a wise person. And not only is it going to be worth every penny and a lot more, but if you have any doubts or questions about it, you know I'll give you your money back. So thank you for uh, sending me all of your kind feedback on that and making this podcast experience a worthwhile experience for all of us. I try to keep this interactive. You know, I try to get you involved as much as possible. And, um, and that's because, look, there aren't a heck of a lot of us out there who are really keeping track of what's going on here on the fringes who are not completely loopy and crazy. So there is a practical way of looking at all of this stuff and saying, okay, we all know that there's something going on here that can't be entirely explained. So what is that? You know, what's, what is that little facet that can't be explained? And how much can we learn about it? And then how much can we apply that to our lives to make our lives better? Because if this stuff that we're talking about and researching doesn't actually make your life better, what's the point? You know, to what ends are we doing this? We're doing this research, whether it's ghosts, UFOs, research, psychic phenomena, magic, whatever it is. Looking at that relationship between matter and energy and sympathetic resonance. We're doing all this because the goal is to try to improve the human experience and so it means a lot to me that you understand that and that you realize we're not just here to blow smoke up our own asses we're actually here to make some progress get some results get some stuff done so thank you for being a part of that all right well i think that's it for this podcast uh i don't think that you should be disappointed after this one (laughs) and so you know this podcast is called joshua p warren daily if you visit joshua p warren.com no period after the p there at joshua p warren.com you will find a link to this podcast it's called joshua p warren daily because i try to leave one for you every day. I don't always succeed because sometimes my day doesn't match up with your day or I just get too darn busy or uh, tired or whatever. But it's always short. It's always free. It's independent. It's uncensored. If you click the link to Joshua P. Warren Daily, you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will do my best to tweet when a new one is available. So that's it for today. Hope you have a wonderful weekend and uh, you know how it goes. Maybe I'll leave one for you tomorrow. If not, then I'll be leaving one for you again very soon and you get to be the first to hear some of these parasymatic releases. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.